Hey, hey, it's Mandy Kay and you are listening to the Find Your Calling podcast and I am so happy to have you joining me today. We are going to dive into a conversation about the power of art and creativity. And I tell you what, this has been a really pronounced lesson for me in how unglamorous and awkward and difficult the creative process can be when I reflect on how much it's taken me to sit down and do this podcast today. It's kind of ironic, but also perfect in its own way. So let's get into it. So what prompted this conversation was me deciding to take the afternoon off yesterday. I had a friend visiting Melbourne, as you may know if you've been following on the podcast and if you don't know because you're new here, hello, welcome, lovely to have you here. I am new to this city, I still don't know that many people and if I'm honest, I haven't really gone out to explore the city and all that's on offer to the full extent that I could have. And I had a dear friend come to visit this week. We lived together. He was the owner of the house in which I lived for eight years in the Northern Rivers. And we feel like family to one another. And he was here and the timing of it wasn't fantastic because my podcast will be released on Joy 94.9 radio station, queer station of Australia and Melbourne next week. And I have quite a lot to do to prepare for it. And so I'd said to him when he'd first arrived, I was like, look, I'm really sorry. It's just bad timing. I'm going to have to work the days that you're here, but let's catch up in the evenings. And as his final day here approached, which was yesterday, this little pang in my heart emerged and I thought I'm going to miss this person when they leave and I don't know when I'm going to see them again. So I want to prioritize catching up with them. And so that's what we did. And he found the most amazing art exhibition at the ACME. I can't remember what that stands for now, but it's one of the art galleries here in Melbourne. And there was an exhibition by the Marshmallow Laser Feast. Now, I had to get some notes on this because it was pretty extraordinary. It was a incredible digital (laughs) extravaganza that looked at how we are connected to the ecosystem, how we are part of nature, and how the breath is what connects us to the trees. And I love trees. I'm such a tree hugger. I'm always driving around and pointing out trees that I love and that are beautiful. And where I lived in the Northern Rivers, I had like my favorite trees that I would always say hello to if I was walking or if I was driving by. I, I am such a tree hugging, tree loving hippie at the core of me. And so I didn't even know this about this exhibition, but just looked kind of cool And then when I realized what it was symbolizing and what it was communicating, it touched me so deeply. And it was like phenomenal, the digital artistry that went into this. There were multiple rooms and experiences, including a guided meditation. And there were like full, large scale, like screen works and interactive experiences 
And it was just a digital feast for the senses and the eyes. And if you follow me on Instagram, I will share some of the videos that I took and some of the imagery that I took from the exhibition. So come follow me at Soul Strategies. The link will be in the show notes and you'll get to see some of that. But it was just beautiful. And it made me realize once again, how important art is to help change the world because this was communicating to people that may not be connected to the environmental movement or may have not considered just how deeply connected we are and how how reliant we are onto nature, that they, they may open their hearts and their minds to this interconnectedness and therefore join the cause of looking after our beautiful planet and caring for her and yeah, tending to her with the reverence that we should be. And while we're at it, I really wanted to share this quote that um, Marshmallow Laser Feast had put on one of the plaques there. And it resonates so deeply with what I think too, that I wanted to share it. And it said, modern science is helping to reveal something indigenous knowledge has always held to be true, that what is outside of us is not separate from us. And this ancient wisdom is needed more than ever today. And it compels us to use our technology to both honour and deepen our intricate relationships with the web of beings, reminds us with awe that we are all extensions of one another. Anyway, I went to this exhibition and it felt like time was suspended and I loved that feeling. And afterwards, we had a little bit of time to spare and we made our way to the National Gallery of Victoria and they have a huge triennial exhibition on. I'm not entirely too sure what it all involves, but I know that there were just many levels of incredible artworks and some super famous artists. And once again, time was suspended as I got to walk around and enjoy these art, you know, works of art. And I deeply feel my level of privilege to be able to do this. It feels like I can't walk through my life without feeling the immense intense privilege I have to be walking and living in a safe country when so many people and the Palestinian people are living complete opposite experiences to me, which just does not seem fair at all. I walk through the world in a different way at the moment and I think forever will be as I have recognized at just such a deep level how interconnected we all are around the world. And I hope that the Palestinian people and the people of Gaza will be able to create their art again in the future and contribute to the rich tapestry of art in the world. Anyway, I was walking with that feeling, but also enjoying this suspension of reality for this time as I was taken back into this portal of different times and seeing what was being depicted by artists across the centuries. And that's what I wanted to talk about today because, 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 because I also read in my book this morning that I'm reading, I'm reading Signs, The Secret Language of the Universe by Laura Lynn Jackson. 
am loving her books at the moment. This is the second one I've read in the last few weeks. And she happened to talk about the importance of art in her book this morning. So I wanted to share a little bit about her thoughts on it because, yeah, it's important, right? And I know I have a lot of artists who listen to me. And so I feel like this will resonate with you, whether or not you are a professional artist or whether like me, you are not. (laughs) Anyway, so Laura was talking in her book about how important it is to elevate our energy in order to elevate our lives. And she shared a range of practical steps about how to shift and elevate our energy. And the first one that she talked about was the importance of art in shifting our energy. And she talks about how art shifts our energy and how it opens us up to new ideas and new possibilities and and new energies. And I really felt that yesterday. I felt the shift in my energy from when I walked into the first exhibition and when hours later I walked out of the second gallery and I was totally altered. And this is the power of art. And think about it, it's not just looking at art, it's listening to music, it's reading poetry, it's reading books, it's watching shows. I'm such a fan of a musical. (laughs) And it connects us. It connects us to something bigger than ourselves and connects us in new and different ways. And she, because the book is talking about signs, the secret language of the universe, so the signs that the other side use, she talks about how the energy and vibrancy of art can have this profound effect on us and move us into a place of higher receptivity to signs and ideas and how we can actively choose to tap into this power when we're wanting to have that greater sense of connection to a higher power, to our unseen helpers and support. And how actually, whenever we endeavor on a creative project, how we are collaborating with that creative light and love and energy from the other side, that we're never creating alone, that we're creating with this force of love and light in the world. And I just thought that was really beautiful. So I wanted to share that because I was like, well, it was just good timing when I was like, what am I going to do this podcast on? What do I want to say this week? And yeah, my experience of taking time out, prioritizing, going and seeing art and how it did shift how I felt and made me aware of how much I wanted to prioritize it in my life more. And I wanted to talk about that because I did share on the podcast, I don't think it was that long ago, about my creative practice and process and how I'd been given the advice from my beloved Hannah that I should just start creating for creating sake because I feel a bit creatively stifled at the moment and it was a suggestion of hers to create 20 things in 30 days and it didn't have to be for my business. In fact, she was like, create things that are not for a purpose, just create for creative sake. And I have a habit tracker. It's one of the ways that keeps me on the straight and narrow with my routines and my habits that kind of are my foundation of my daily routines. And 
to help spur me on with my creative practice, I put that down on one of my daily habit trackers. And I have to admit, I can't tell you how many times I just don't show up for my creative practice. It's the one habit on that list that has the least amount of ticks week in, week out since I started doing it. And I think I'm averaging maybe two days a week that I have ticked that habit of like, yes, I created for creative energy's sake. And if I'm being really honest with you, because you know I like to give you the raw and honest look of what's going on behind the scenes here, you keep me honest, y'all. I include my podcast as well, which is contrary to the intention because it was meant to just be, be creative to enjoy it, Mandy. And I would definitely tick my podcast because I go, well, I created something, tick, tick. And so that really means that I've only maybe spent one day a week doing something creative because it feels good. And so I wanted to come in and share that because I want you to help keep me honest Because if I share it, then maybe I will show up to this in a bigger, better, more committed way because I think it's so important. We are creative beings. That's who we are. We're we're creators. We're co-creating the reality that we live here on the planet. We create and through our creations, we're adding to this beauty and the kaleidoscope of wonderfulness in the world. And it doesn't surprise me that our capitalist, patriarchal culture does not honour and respect art the way that it does and respect the way that it respects other modalities that seem more important. And I'm putting that in inverted commas. And I had a chat today with a beautiful listener and friend who called and she called me on her way back from an art exhibition. So It seemed like a sign to be saying to me, talk about this on your podcast, Mandy. And she gave me some more of her perspective and gave me permission to share it on the podcast about how she had also recognized in her own life that when she was the most creative in her life were the most satisfying and happiest times in her life and how she's been cultivating a practice to come back and commit to creativity in a bigger way and she's writing a book at the moment so big creativity but she also shows up to her creative being by going off into art classes or ceramic classes and doing all this wonderfully different things to creatively express herself or making things for people for Christmas and making cards. And and the thing that struck me was how she had identified that the times that she was the most creative were the happiest. And when I thought about it myself, I think the most fun I've had in a period of my life was when I was part of an 80s flash mob dance group, which was so creative. Not only were we dancing and being theatrical, we were being creative in terms of our costumes and how we did our makeup and our hair. And it made it all the more fun because we were doing it together. And I'd met the biggest, quirkiest, kindest, most fun group of women and non-binary folk in my life. And and men. And I loved that. It was 
so fun. And it brought me alive that period of time. And I, I think I said this even on the podcast when I talked about creativity of going, I should go back to dance. And I haven't done that yet. I haven't found my little dance posse here in Melbourne yet. And I'm aware of that. I'm a, And part of change is getting the self-awareness first. So I also share this to say, don't beat yourself up if you're also like me, where you recognize what you need to do and you haven't done it yet or you haven't been consistent yet, like this is also part of the process of creating change. It's creating the new neural pathways. It's identifying why things are important for you to change and, and get disciplined and then start to show up for it. And me doing this podcast tonight is such a good example of it. It's after nine o'clock at night I have committed to sending it out on Thursdays and even that I've pushed it from a Wednesday to a Thursday now and I was procrastinating over doing this and I knew that if I didn't do it tonight then I'd probably just miss it for the whole week and I don't want to do that. I, I love showing up consistently and I know that I've had a couple of breaks lately because of illness and I thought to myself I've got to show up. And that's also part of the process is showing up, maybe even when you don't feel like it, making it a priority, taking the time, prioritizing it, just like I did yesterday afternoon as well. I could have done a whole lot of work, but I prioritize going out with a friend and doing something artistic and fun and creative. And it reminds me of a story from a coach that I follow and she had created this big workbook about marketing and I loved her honesty where she talked about what a laborious, challenging process it was to create this workbook and then launch it to her followers and she said that it never got easier. She'd been working on it. I cannot remember how long she'd been working on it for. I feel like it was like the better part of this year she'd been working on creating this workbook and even a few weeks out from the launch she'd already started marketing it but hadn't finished the workbook which was a key part of the whole program and a few weeks out it, she wasn't finished and she thought, I'm just going to pull the plug completely on this. And she was suffering from finding it just really difficult, finding that her inner critic was accusing her of not being good enough and just struggling, struggling to sit down, struggling to focus, struggling to get through it. And yet she stayed with the whole process. She launched it and then she shared all this amazing feedback that she was getting from it and how it made it all worthwhile. And she shared honestly to say the creative process isn't always easy. Sometimes it's full of intense labor and discipline and commitment and drive to get it done. And I think I could do more of that in my creative pursuits so that I continue to prioritize it because I think I've been conditioned as so easily it is with our culture to deprioritize it, to feel like it's a waste of time, to feel like it's not worthwhile if you're not going to be fantastic at it or you're not going to monotonize it or 
whatever or being driven by the inner critic that says, well, who are you to do that? Or you're going to look ridiculous or you're not going to be able to do it as well as others. And I read something as well. I can't remember where I read it, but it was within the last couple of days as well. Oh, it was in an Oracle card that I pulled this morning and it talked about how birth the ideas and the inspirations and the creative impulses that we have, that we just need to accept that they're going to come into physical form in a more imperfect way than what we have them in our imagination or as a creative idea. And I thought, God, that just rings true. And it sounds like that coach was having that same challenge of like, I've got this idea for this great workbook and all that I want to put in it and all I want it to achieve. And I don't know if I can meet my expectations of what it's going to actually be like. And I think I suffer from the same thing. I know that I thought about this with the podcast. I think, gosh, creativity and the importance of art is such an important big conversation. And it's now nine o'clock at night. Am I going to do it justice and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and how many creative beautiful ideas that could contribute to the world or even simply just contribute to our own level of fulfillment and happiness through the process of creating them. How much is missed because we are holding ourselves to this high, unreasonable standard of perfection and not just creating for the joy of it and for the pleasure of it. And yeah, pleasure is a really good word, isn't it? Because how much pleasure are we denying ourselves when we don't prioritize our creative expression, when we don't prioritize enjoying other people's creative expressions for the pure pleasure and joy of it? So that's really the key message is let's prioritize it. I want you to keep me honest. If this also helps inspire you to prioritize it, maybe you've been lapsing in your own creative practice or maybe you don't have one and you're still exploring it. Like that's what I am. I used to play piano. I do have a piano sitting right behind me. I haven't played it in so long. I could start to play that again, but I don't see myself as an artist and I don't have a particular practice. So I've got to explore it and I want to and I want to prioritize it so that I can continue to create things that also help to serve you and come up with programs and ideas and other creative things that are going to serve the world in some way, but also to serve me in terms of the pleasure and joy that I'll get out of it. And likewise, I wish for you to enjoy this immense privilege you have available to you to creatively express yourself, to enjoy the divine pleasure of creating and, yeah, to enjoy others' creations as well. Okay, beautiful. Have a great creative week and I will talk to you again soon. I love you. Bye.